This is the Ingalls Information Aisle with Leah McGrath, helping you eat healthy, feel great, and understand your nutrition. Now, here's your host, Ingalls Dietitian Leah McGrath. Good Saturday morning and welcome to the Ingalls Information Aisle. This is Leah McGrath, your Ingalls Dietitian. Today, this morning, we're getting a little nutty and we're going to be talking about walnuts uh, with somebody from California Walnuts. Jennifer Olmstead is joining us and she is uh, with in marketing with California Walnuts. Hi, Jennifer. How are you? Great. How are you, Leah? Good. So you're out in California right now? Yes. Is the house of weather out there? It's a bit rainy, which is nice. It's welcome. <laughs> yeah, that's so funny. We don't, you know, uh, our perspectives on weather are very different depending on where we are in the country. We we have just gone through, uh, kind of we're in the, the typical March weather, which is very mercurial. Like one day it's 20 degrees and then the next next day it's, 60 degrees and that's what's happening with us um so i i don't do you get those big swings in temperature like we get no not quite that significant yeah well um i appreciate you joining us we're going to be talking about california walnuts and um you know a a lot of times here in the south uh the the nuts that people are so used to consuming and used to eating are typically things like pecans are really a big go-to here in the South and also peanuts, but peanuts are not technically, are not a tree nut. They're a legume, a ground nut. So how do, where do uh, walnuts grow? Do they grow in other places in the U.S. besides California? Very little. So California actually produces more than 99% of the U.S. production in English walnuts. And that really has to do with the fact that we have the ideal climate and also the right soils for walnuts. So I, you know, you just, you said English walnuts. So that's a variety of, of walnuts. Yeah. Consumers will see two types of walnuts in the United States. They'll see the other nut they would see is the black walnut, which is, which is a part of a different industry. Oh, okay. So are black walnuts more specific to certain areas of the country than English walnuts? They are native, so they're grown uh, more widely throughout the country, whereas ah. the English walnuts who who are, you know, they're, they're more popular, they have a nice, mild, nutty flavor. Those are all grown in the state of California. Okay. So uh, where where were these walnuts, uh, if they weren't native to the U.S., where did they start out? So they originally started out in the Middle East oh, okay. and were brought over to the U.S. by English merchant marines. Um, so they brought them over to California. And they actually started growing down in the Santa Barbara area and then over time moved north throughout the state. Wow, that's really interesting. I did not know that. Um, so is California Walnuts like a cooperative of walnut farmers? Well, how does that work? Yes, we represent about 4,800 growers in the state of California. And these are mostly families that have been doing this for generations and generations. It's you know, not that uncommon to run into a third or fourth generation farmer. So, you know, you said how many, how many family, how many farms are within California walnuts? Approximately 4,800. Wow. 
So what would be like the smallest farmer or farm and what would be the largest that you got that you know of that you work with? You know, it could be anywhere from a few acres to you know, a few hundred acres or ah. so. Mm-hmm. And you know, I know that a lot of um I know that a lot of uh, orchard-type crops, um, you have to plant them, and they take um, quite a bit of time to mature until they bear fruit. Is that How does that work with walnuts? Is that the same way with walnuts? Yes, walnuts typically take about four to five years to come into production. Okay. So for our industry, you know, the growers, when they're planting a tree, it's something that you know, it's a long-term investment. They're going to have those trees in the ground for about 30 years. Oh, my goodness. Okay. And yeah. you, you mentioned earlier that California is just the, uh, a good environment to grow these English walnuts. What makes, it, what makes it a good environment for this specific type of walnut? We have um, a nice, mild climate and, you know, really good, deep, fertile soils that the walnut trees just really like. How about, I know California has had so many issues with drought. Um, how do walnut, um, the walnut orchards, walnut trees fare when you have um, those types of challenges? You know, we have, the drought hasn't played a tremendously significant um, impact on our industry so far. Um you know, it's something that our, our growers are, are well aware of. And, you know, but we've we've kind of weathered the drought okay. Okay. I know that's something a lot of, you know, we, we are, like I mentioned early on, we're into such a very different area in terms of um, rainfall and growing. And I don't think many people... Um, unless they're in California, which is such a big agricultural area, really understand how huge a role agriculture plays in the state of California and, you know, how, um, you know, many different farmers have taken taken a lot of steps to try and um, combat the drought and um, drought conditions and how they uh, really um, conserve water and have all these kinds of methods to make sure that the plants or the orchards are really taking up a minimal amount of of water. And we just don't have, you know, in the southeast, we just don't have those types of challenges. Yes. Yeah. Our farmers are, are doing, you know, everything they can to just give the trees exactly what they need and no more than that. We're coming to the end of our first segment. I want to make sure that we let people know about the website for California Walnuts, which is scrolling through as I'm talking to Jennifer of California Walnuts. It is a really beautiful site, and we're going to be talking more about the website. But when you, if you have a chance, go to it. It's just a real simple, walnuts.org. Some beautiful, beautiful pictures that will inspire you to cook with walnuts. Stay tuned to the Ingles Information Aisle. Thank you. 
Welcome back to the Ingalls Information Now. This is Leah, your Ingalls dietitian. I'm talking with Jennifer Olmstead. She's in marketing with California Walnuts. And she's been explaining a lot of stuff that I didn't know about California Walnuts. And they're a variety called English Walnuts, which is different than what we might see in the Southeast, which might be, um, that might be growing in the Southeast, which might be black walnuts. And I was telling, uh, Jennifer as we were, when we were offline that, uh, I have the website pulled up, which is walnuts.org. And these beautiful, beautiful recipes are just scrolling through and I am just getting super hungry. Just looking at all these recipes, Jennifer, why are you doing this to me? (laughs) (laughs) This is all plot to get us to eat more walnuts, right? Exactly. (laughs) Yeah, we really, I mean, one of the things that that we want people to understand is walnuts can be used in so many different ways. And you're probably seeing that when you're, when you're sitting there looking at the site, Leah. Oh, definitely. And we're, we're going to talk a little bit about some of these terrific recipes that are on walnuts.org. But before we do, we want to touch on just some real important things. Um, if you go to Ingalls and you buy walnuts, Jennifer, what's the best way to store um, walnuts once they're out of the shell? Yeah, so we recommend um, that when you take them home, you keep them in cold storage. So if you're going to eat them pretty quickly, like in about a month, we recommend just keeping them in your refrigerator. It's really important to keep them in some sort of airtight packaging. So put them in a Ziploc bag or in a container. And also keep them away from any other strong smelling foods. So don't put them right next to your onions, for example. Oh, okay. Um, we do recommend if you're going to keep your walnuts longer than that, you can actually put them in your freezer. Okay. See, and then I just take out the amount you need um, and go ahead and use them. So, Jennifer, what happens if you um, put them in? Um, and, and I'm going to I'm going to tell you this is what I've done, and you can tell me how what a bad decision I've made. So I have these cute little decorative jars and I actually keep them on my pantry. So they're not exposed to sunlight or anything. Um, and I, I go through walnuts, you know, I'm not eating, I'm not going through them in just a couple of days. So they might, they, a, a jar might go for a couple of weeks, but they're just in my pantry. What's is that? Am I make, I'm making a big mistake, aren't I? A couple of weeks is is not bad, especially okay. if you have them in the pantry. They're not exposed to sunlight. You don't want them just sitting in a container on your kitchen counter. What what happens if I do that? Well, one of the things about walnuts, and it's actually one of their one of their great benefits, is they contain a high level of omega three fatty acids. Okay, and those omega three fatty acids are the you know are the reason why we have a shorter shelf life. So you want to protect those great oils and keep them in cold storage. So is that why sometimes when I uh, eat uh, a walnut and it has like almost like a really bad or bitter taste, it's actually getting a little rancid? Um, Walnuts do naturally have a little bit of a bitter taste from the pellicle. Uh, when it's getting rancid, you'll you'll notice that it just has a really, you know, an off taste. You know, okay. some people say it, ta- you know, tastes a little bit or smells like paint thinner. Um, so that's okay. when you know that your nuts are growing rancid. Oh, okay. All right. So tips from Jennifer of California Walnuts. If you're bringing walnuts and they, they're in a nice bag that you've bought at Ingalls, keep them in a 
it in a cold place in your refrigerator or even in your freezer. And, and I love that tip, Jennifer. Just uh, take out what you need from a, like a Ziploc bag or freezer bag or something like that so that you preserve those really good oils. So you were saying that... Um, uh, Walnuts are a great source of omega-3 fatty acids. You know, omega-3s are in the news big time these days for heart health benefits, um, cognitive brain health benefits. What are some of the other benefits of omega-3s? Um, well, various studies have, have looked at, you know, benefits for heart disease, cancer, stroke, you know, diabetes. I mean, the, the list is pretty long. Um, and the great, you know, thing about walnuts is they're actually the only nut that has an excellent source of that plant-based omega-3. So that would be great for somebody who is following a vegetarian or a vegan diet and is, and is not eating some things like seafood and fish, which are also a good source of omega-3s. So the walnuts would, would be something that they could definitely add into their diet, right? Yes, and just an ounce or about a handful will get you your plant-based omega-3s for the day. Okay. So how do, how do, I mentioned earlier on in, um, that, you know, certain regions of the, of the country seem to be, seem to like certain nuts more. And in the South here, pecans are really big. Do, how do walnuts compare with pecans in terms of omega-3s? Pecans, so, Walnuts have 2.5 grams per ounce, and okay. pecans have a half a gram per Ooh, ounce. So not a big player in the yeah, omega-3 world. Pretty significant wolf. difference. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So are there, uh, are there other health attributes of uh, walnuts that we should be aware of? Absolutely. Um, our industry has been doing health research for the past 25 years, and has found benefit in cardiovascular health, um, also type 2 diabetes, um, some promising research even in cancer, as well as cognitive function. And then recently, we had a study come out um, that found that walnuts could be good for gut health. Okay. So, and you know, I think a lot of people don't know, Jennifer, that nuts are a uh, a good source of fiber too, and um, and protein. So that helps with satiety and a feeling of fullness when you add nuts to food. Um, so you've got some information. If you go to walnuts.org and you there's tabs across the top of the page, click on the nutrition tab, and you'll see more information about um, some of the health attributes of walnuts that are really important. Okay, we are coming to the end of the segment. Next, Jennifer and I are going to talk about some great recipe ideas. So again, if you're looking for um, this website with all these spectacular photographs and recipes, ways that you can use walnuts throughout the day, breakfast, lunch, dinner, snacks, go to walnuts.org. Stay tuned to the Ingles Information Aisle. Welcome back to the Ingles Information Now. This is Leah McGrath, the dietitian for Ingles Markets, talking with Jennifer Olmsted of California Walnuts. Look for their website, walnuts.org, for just some great information about um, the nutritional benefits of walnuts. They're a great source of omega-3 fatty acids, um, also 
lots of recipe information. And before, just while we were on break, um, Jennifer and I were, were talking offline about um, plant-based eating. You know, that's kind of the new hot term to describe people who are trying just to include more um, plant-based foods into their meals. So um, plant-based would be things like fruits and vegetables, seeds, nuts, beans. Um, these are all plant-based. And so nuts are just a great way to make sure your, your meals, your dishes are, have the nutrition they need. Um, when you add them, if you, especially if you're trying to cut down on or replace meat. So, um, are you finding a lot more people interested in eating nuts and uh, walnuts because of this trend, Jennifer? Yes, absolutely. Um, and people are really interested in using walnuts in place of meat these days. And we have a couple of really great recipes that people are loving. Uh, my personal favorite is a walnut and roasted cauliflower taco meat. Ooh. Very simple to make. You can put it in your tacos. You could also put it on top of salad or in a grain bowl. Um, and then there's obviously, you know, you can use walnuts in a meatball or in a bolognese sauce. So there's a lot of fun, fun ways to sub out your animal protein with some plant protein. Yeah. And you know, folks, you don't have to like necessarily like eliminate all the animal protein or meat. You could start by just substituting part of it because walnuts Mm -hmm. have a really great and savory flavor to them. And they're going to give your, um, your, like you mentioned meatballs. I think that's a great suggestion, Jennifer, like adding it into meatballs or meatloaf or something like that um, to give it more give it fiber and um you know you're going to cut down on the amount of meat that you're eating red meat that you're eating um so that's a great idea or you can take even a smaller portion of meat you know take a piece of fish or a piece of chicken and add some um crushed up walnuts as a crust Uh and that adds some delicious uh crunch to your dinner you know, I clicked on your website, which is again is walnuts.org, and you have a tab that's just for Easter. So uh, <laughs> let's look at this one because this is so timely to look at Easter recipes, and there are some spectacular ideas: a grilled leg of lamb with walnut pomegranate sauce, which sounds crazy good. Um, what else have we got here? We've got um, walnut and feta frittata with gulp. Gulf shrimp. That sounds very tasty. Do you have a favorite recipe that you're thinking about making for Easter, Jennifer? Well, you know, everyone likes some deviled eggs. So Ooh. we do have that deviled eggs with a Cajun spiced walnut crumb topping. That Ooh, one, that I see fun. that. <laughs> you are so smart because deviled eggs are so big. My husband is a big deviled egg fan, but deviled eggs are such a big part of our area cuisine. So with Cajun spiced walnut crumb topping, that sounds delicious. Oh, I also like this one. Warm asparagus salad with toasted walnut aioli dressing. Hey, let's talk about what it means when you have a recipe that calls for toasted walnuts. How do you do that? And how can you not burn walnuts? You definitely need to set your timer, that's for sure. Um, So we recommend 350 degrees in your oven for 8 to 10 minutes. You do need to keep an eye on them. Um, You'll notice that they're getting there when your house 
starts to have this nice, warm, nutty smell to it. Um, but you definitely need to keep your eyes on them. Yeah, because not, there's nothing quite as unappealing as burnt nuts or, and burnt walnuts are not yeah. a great idea. Oh, <laughs> oh, my goodness, folks. You, If you ha- need some ideas to kind of up your... Easter brunch or dinner game. This is the place to go and to incorporate some walnuts. And here's another one. Pomegranate glazed carrots with walnuts. That looks delicious. You know, I would do a version of that probably with sweet potatoes because I love yes, sweet potatoes. Walnuts and sweet potatoes are a fantastic pair. Yes, I totally agree. There's like pages and pages and pages of recipes um, on here. California walnut mocha truffles. Wouldn't that be a great dessert idea? And again, great pairing, chocolate and walnuts. You cannot go wrong. California walnut sticky buns. Oh my gosh. I really need to have lunch and I really need to spend a lot of time <laughs> checking out all these walnut recipes. Do you, do you sell, um, you know, when I was a kid growing up, um, Jennifer, we used to get whole nuts, whole walnuts, California walnuts in our stocking. Do people still do that for Christmas and things? Yes, it is a traditional use. Um, and People do that, still do that at Christmas time. So often you can find large bins of in-shell walnuts at yeah. your, your grocery store for that purpose. How long will, you know, once it's, if it's in the shell, how, will, well, how long will a nut keep in the shell? Do you know the answer to that? I just thought of that. They will keep about a year. Oh, okay. But Good we also know. recommend, you know, again, is the way to go. Even for the ones in the shell. Okay. All right. And yeah, then just is that extra step of helping preserve freshness. Yeah. And, you know, because I grew up with the whole nutcracker stuff and like the little, little picks that you would pick the walnut pieces out of. So what's mm-hmm. your favorite way, Jennifer, to eat walnuts? One of my favorite ways is actually doing a nice walnut pesto. Ooh. I make a big batch and freeze it in ice cube trays and oh. then I have it whenever I need it for a quick dinner. So is it walnuts and basil then? Do you yes, put- walnuts and basil and parmesan, although you can, you know, sub out arugula, spinach, you know, your your green of choice there. Oh, and then you, you and then you just pour it into an ice cube tray and you freeze it in the ice cube tray and then do you transfer it to little bags so you have it in bags or keep yes, it in I the pop, tray? I pop them out, put it in a freezer bag and I have them for a quick dinner. And then you could put it on like you said, you could pro- you could put it on pasta, you could probably put it on vegetables too, right? You could put it vegetables, on vegetables, a piece of fish, a piece of chicken. It has a lot of different uses. Ah, nice. So, folks, this has been fun talking with Jennifer Olmstead of California Walnuts. Some great tips and great ideas um, about using walnuts. Um, and if you go to their their website, walnuts.org, there's all sorts of recipes, everything from French toast to um, savory dishes with meat, with chicken, um, with seafood, um, all kinds of treat items. Thanks, Jennifer, so much for joining us on the Ingles Information Aisle, and um, hope you enjoy some of that pesto soon. Thank you.